me, you know, thinking too much. I wanted to talk about the trends that I foresee coming in 2022. You're listening to Take It Personally, a podcast about the personal side of business and the art of standing out. I always get a little nervous at the idea of using the podcast to document a prediction because I'm positive that six to 12 months from now, I will be wrong and it will be documented (laughs) forever. But that's also kind of the fun of making predictions. And so I'm trying, I'm trying to let it be fun today and not let it be overwhelming. And we're going to talk about Instagram predictions for 2022. So first of all, at the time of this recording, Adam Masori, I believe is how you say his name. I guess I rarely say it. I'm always writing it (laughs) or tagging on Instagram. Adam Masori, who is uh, the CEO of Instagram, has been doing, it's late January at the time of this recording. Um, He has been doing like weekly videos announcing new features for Instagram and priorities for 2022. It's been really interesting and there's been a lot of change in a short amount of time. So starting with that, something that Instagram has come out and said at the beginning of 2022 is that they are focusing on creating space for teens and creators. So all of the changes that they've done so far and will continue to do in the future in their minds are to make Instagram a space where teens want to spend time and where creators want to spend time and find value spending time there. In doing that, they are really specifically doubling down on reels and messaging. They've added features in DMs so you can now respond to specific messages, similar to if you have an iPhone, how you can like scroll back up in a text thread and respond to specific messages and it shows that you're responding to that message. You can now do that in DMs. Um, You can also custom react. So whereas in the past you could double tap to heart something, now if you tap on a speech bubble, a text bubble in an Instagram DM, you can have, you can custom react to it. So You could use the laughing emoji. You could do the Italian flag. You can do literally any emoji reaction. Okay, so that's the DMs. Um, Video-wise, you can now remix any video. It used to be where you could only remix, you could only remix reels, and I want to say only certain reels. What I'm unclear on, so now you can remix any video, whether it is a reel or not. And if you missed it a couple of months ago, Instagram has essentially gotten rid of IGTV and they're just calling it Instagram video. So it's either a reel or a video. Nothing left for IGTV. So now you can remix any video. What I am not clear on is if creators have to like essentially check a box that allows people to remix their reels allows that remixing or if that's no longer an option and anybody can remix. I would assume that you still have to give permission for people to remix your video, but that's something that I'm not 100% sure on um, and that he didn't announce in the most recent video. You can also schedule lives. This is pretty cool. 
I think Instagram is really making a push to become kind of an all-in-one platform. And we'll talk about, we'll talk more about that in a second. But the idea that you can schedule a live similar to the way that you would schedule a Zoom call, and then it appears as a badge on your profile. So if I schedule a live for tomorrow at noon Eastern, and I'm talking about Instagram 2022 predictions, that would appear on my profile and anyone coming to my profile could see it. So that's really interesting to me and I like that a lot. Um, A few other new features, subscriptions. This is a big one. They are beta testing it with like three people. I mean, there are not very many creators who have access to this right now, but they are testing the subscription feature um, to essentially give creators a way to monetize Instagram in-app as opposed to having to have brand partnerships um, or like go off app. So they're trying to make it a bit more all-inclusive in the past. And actually this year, I think we saw a mass exodus of a lot of influencers who are talking about like how toxic Instagram can be and wanting to maintain their communities, but move it off of Instagram and going to places like Patreon Now, this doesn't necessarily take care of the toxic part that a lot of influencers and creators are talking about, um, or at least that I saw in 2021. That is probably still going to be an issue for many um, in just social media addiction in general, which is a topic for a different day. But this does give creators a lot more flexibility with how they make money on social media and it gives them the tool to do it without having to add another tool to their marketing stack, which is pretty cool. Custom feeds is the last thing that I wanted to talk about that Instagram has confirmed that they are doing. So now instead of having one feed, you will have three, home, favorites, and following. Yeah, so you essentially um, have your home feed where Instagram is serving you I believe some people that you follow, but it's also people that you may want to discover. So similar to, I think, how the Discover tab is set up now. Favorites. So say these are family members or influencers that you really enjoy following and you have favorited. And then following. I think where I'm confused and I probably just need to look into this more is like the difference between favorites and following. Like is following more influencers and celebrities, and then favorites is like your close friends list. I'm not really sure, Um, but custom feeds. I really like all of these updates. Um, I've talked to a few people who are very freaked out, especially about custom feeds. And I think that ultimately it's just anytime that, you know, when you use Instagram for your marketing and they make a big change, it can feel a little scary. But I think ultimately this is leading to a more heavily curated Instagram to make it so people, you know, still enjoy spending time there. And if you're a creator, if you're somebody who markets on Instagram or uses Instagram to monetize in some way, that's a really good thing. So those are the updates so far. Um, Based on those updates and then also based on me, you know, thinking too much, I wanted to talk about the trends that I foresee coming in 2022. So The first one is content repurposing and collaborating. So with them mentioning how remixing reels is going or remixing in general, like now you can remix any video that kind of got me thinking about like the rise that I have seen both on Instagram and on places like TikTok, like people are not necessarily creating content from scratch. 
all the time, right? Like there is this element of repurposing stuff from other creators and kind of collaborating with other creators. And I think that we're going to see that continue to kind of both because it grows the community of Instagram and after, you know, all of this time of being kind of apart and away from each other, I think that that feels really good to have that collaboration. And also because creators who are making a living on Instagram or trying to, um, or people who are using their Instagram to market their business, we're creating a lot of content. And that's really exhausting. And so I think that at this point, we're trying to figure out other ways to keep what we're doing like fresh and in front of people without creating 20,000 pieces of content every single week. And so the remix feature and just general repurposing and collaborating with other brands makes it a lot easier to continue creating without burning out. Um, In this same vein, I think that memes and GIFs, specifically like around topics of pop culture or how topics of pop culture, like you can kind of reflect them in your own business. I think that these are going to really explode this year. We saw them a bit. I mean, we've we've always seen memes and GIFs and they, you know, for the most part, tended to do really well on Instagram. Um, But I do think last year they really exploded. You see accounts like, you know, Betches Media and, you know, a million that I can't think of right now because I'm putting myself on the spot who do this really, really well. They take you know, pop culture, like Kardashian memes or Emily in Paris or something like that and make it relevant to society or current issues. And it's funny and we create with it and it's, it gets shared. And again, it's not creating content from scratch. So for those of us who are constantly creating a lot of content, it's a really great way to kind of connect with your people and add some humor to your feed without having to like film a reel for 20 minutes. So that's kind of cool. And I'm anxious to see what happens with that. But that's something that I am predicting more of in 2022. I also think that it's going to become increasingly important for creators to just continue repurposing their content into different types of posts. So what this looks like is, you know, say you have a reel where you talk about how to create the perfect Instagram bio, taking that exact same content and repurposing it into a carousel post, and then taking that exact same content and repurposing it into a photo post. I don't think that this is the type of thing that we're going to see so much of it that it becomes obvious because when it's done well, it's not obvious. But I think that this will be more of a trend because, again, we're being asked to create a lot of content. And I think a lot of us are like waving the BS flag. Like we don't have time. We simply do not have time to create the amount of content that Instagram would prefer us to create. So this is a great way to really drive home the topics that you like to talk about on social media, that you like to educate on, that you want to be a thought leader in. Drive home those topics and, again, not constantly be recreating the wheel with content. My second prediction is the growth of continued growth of video. And I know that this is absolutely earth shattering. (laughs) Just kidding. Obviously, we're going to see more video in 2022. This does not surprise anyone. Uh, You can barely call this a prediction at this point because it's just kind of the way it is. But We interact with video as a society more than we do other types of content. We like video. That's why we spend way too much time on TikTok. We really like video. Um, And then with Instagram's push with just promoting video more, 
having the ability to schedule lives and remix videos, showing more reels in your feed of people you're not even following. I think that that just confirms it. So we're going to continue to see growth when it comes to video, um, certainly on Instagram, likely on a lot of other social media platforms as well. If you haven't started experimenting with video yet, I really encourage you to try. Reels specifically, I think really freak people out because we think of reels as like singing and dancing and pointing at text bubbles and it can feel really inauthentic. Reels can be done in such a great way that fits your brand, I would say 99% of the time. Um, You don't have to conform to reels. You can make the reels work for you and for your business. There's no reason that you can't turn on your forward-facing camera just like you do on stories and create a 30-second reel or a one-minute reel just like you were talking on stories. It doesn't have to be singing and dancing and lip-syncing. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. So if you haven't started experimenting with that yet, now's a really great time to do it because they're still getting a lot of play, no pun intended, on social. And they're a great way to get your uh, content in front of more people. This next one is perhaps kind of self-centered because this is something that I'm looking into this year. I don't, And I'm just like, oh, I don't know, maybe other people are too. I, this is not Instagram related, but I'm curious, I guess I'm predicting, I like don't even want to use the word. I'm predicting more business owners experimenting on places like TikTok, taking their same Instagram content and experimenting with what that does on TikTok. Um, again, this is self-motivated because I'm doing this or I'm considering doing this. I have just started taking some reels from Instagram over to TikTok to see what happens. And I think that there will be other business owners who also experiment in that way. As a TikTok user, I am absolutely amazed by the algorithm. It's creepy and fantastic and amazing. And I love it so much, so much more than Instagram. I would say 75% of the time on Instagram, I'm like, why am I getting served this content? Like this could not be further from the type of content I want on my feed. And yet here it is in my face. And on TikTok, I have never felt more seen and understood. It's unreal. So I would not be surprised if business owners who use Instagram for marketing, specifically video marketing, start to experiment on TikTok. I have heard rumblings that ad spend on TikTok does quite well and is cheaper than Instagram and Facebook marketing. Um, And the targeting is really, really good. I don't know a ton about that, so I'm not going to say any more about it. Um, It's probably another podcast topic entirely, but I am predicting some experimentation on places like TikTok and repurposing Instagram content over there. Um, This is also, okay, so the rest of these are not really predictions. (laughs) We'll, We'll call them predictions for the sake of the podcast, but I'm predicting Um, that it will be a lot easier to monetize on Instagram this year. And I'm really excited about this for simplicity's sake. I don't, I don't foresee myself making millions specifically on, on Instagram. I don't think that's happening anytime soon. Um, probably those who are going to make the most money on Instagram have like a bajillion people following them. But I like it for simplicity's sake. I subscribe to so many platforms and tools and um, you know, whatever for business. And the fact that Instagram is trying to make 
their platform a bit more all-inclusive to offer things like uh, scheduling lives and offering subscribers and other like ways to monetize. I think that that's really cool. And so I'm curious to see where that goes. I'm also curious when it comes to monetization, what happens? So two things with subscribers, as of the time of this recording, there, like I said, there are very few people who have access to that beta feature. I think it's like five influencers in the US, maybe. Um, it's practically nobody. So I'm curious how quickly they will roll that out to more accounts and who it will be offered to, if it will be offered to anybody, when it will be offered to everybody. I don't know. Very curious about that. I'm also curious about the Reels bonuses that they started experimenting with last year. I was invited to do the Reels bonuses. I do not understand why some people were invited and some people weren't because it doesn't seem to be based on follower count, but what do I know? Um, But I have made, oh, I think like $250 so far from creating Reels. Uh, And that's cool. (laughs) So I'm curious if they're going to continue doing that bonus program in 2022, if they will roll it out to more people, if it will kind of be ongoing or for the foreseeable future, or if they're going to ax it right away this year. Very curious about that. But I definitely like the idea of creators being able to get paid for their hard work. I'm really not talking about myself. (laughs) If it sounded like that, Um, I, I spend a fair amount of time making content. But I think of like, The people who are legitimately making money from Instagram, you know, the fashion bloggers with affiliate links and um, other educators, they could spend an entire day just responding to DMs, you know, like they are growing full businesses on Instagram and, and yet Instagram doesn't really have tools for them to monetize in app. So I'm excited for those types of people, what this does for them. Um, One of the cool things too about the subscriber list is that, well, one, it allows creators to monetize predictably. So knowing every month, like I'm making $500 from my subscribers or whatever it might be. That's really great for business purposes to be able to have that predictable revenue. My favorite thing about this though, is that you're able to see who your subscribers are all around Instagram. So your subscribers, when you're looking at the app are marked with like a little purple crown thing. And if you are commenting on some someone else's post and one of your subscribers has also commented, even if you're not on your profile at all, because they are your subscriber and you're signed into your account, they will still have that purple crown, which denotes that they are a subscriber. I think that's really, really cool because it allows you to like understand, oh, you know, these, these people are big enough fans that they are paying me money. Um, so I'm going to really make a point to interact with them or to connect with them in the app. I just think that's really, really cool. So I'm very, you can probably tell, I'm very excited to see where the subscriber thing goes, specifically when it comes to, again, the women who are growing these like amazing influencer fashion brands on Instagram and yet continually, this maybe, maybe shifted a bit last year. But I think in general, we still don't think of influencers as business people and they are running like million dollar businesses. And so I think that this gives them a leg up and I love that. Okay, last one. Overall, a more curated experience when it comes to Instagram. So before all of these updates that they've announced, 
I was very curious what was going to happen because I noticed people in my own feed using the uh, close friends feature, like adding a close friends list to share stuff that's more personal or almost using it like an email opt-in, like, hey, I'm launching this course next week. You know, DM me if you want to be on my close friends list and you'll be the first one to know about it. Now, with these feed updates and subscriptions, I'm curious, like, is close friends going to go away? Is it going to stay? Is, you know, the favorites feed going to become the new close friends? I am not sure. I'm curious how that all pans out. But I think all in all, we're going to see a much more curated experience on Instagram. I would be shocked at this point if they're not in some way trying to emulate what TikTok is doing with their algorithm because, as I have mentioned, it is flawless. And I'm sure that they want a piece of that. So I'm hoping for a more curated experience. I want to stop getting so many of the reels that I am seeing that I simply cannot relate to. Um, So I'm all for a more curated experience. So there you have it. Those are my predictions, pseudo predictions, kind of predictions for Instagram in 2022. Quick recap. I think we're going to see a rise in content repurposing and collaborating with other influencers. So we are not constantly having to create new content all of the time. And I love that. I think we're going to see more memes and gifts and humor in that way. Um, Continued growth of video. So if you haven't started experimenting yet with video on Instagram, please start. I have a free Instagram Reels download on my website, maddiepachong.com slash get dash real, R-E-E-L. I'll link to it in the show notes and it's a great walkthrough if you have never used Reels before and you want to get started. So consider that. Where I think I think we're going to see more business owners experimenting on places like TikTok and kind of seeing what happens over there, um, predicting that it's going to continue to be easier to monetize on Instagram, which at this point is no surprise. And we're going to have an overall more curated experience, which I'm all about. So Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, let me know. Uh, meet me over on Instagram where we are talking, where, where we will be talking about this episode. And let me know if you have any 2022 predictions for Instagram as well. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Take It Personally. If you're a regular listener, you might already know that some of the best conversations actually happen after the show. Head over to Facebook and search Take It Personally Podcast to join our private Facebook group and join the conversation. We'll also put the link in the show notes. And if you haven't already, would you head over to iTunes and leave us a review? This is the best way to let other people know about the show and help us to keep creating content you love. You can also head to takeitpersonallypodcast.com for all the show notes from today's episode and past episodes. Thanks so much for listening. See you next week.